listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Halloween and welcome to episode 234 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, well, it's Halloween. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in. I'm sitting on my front porch by Trumpkin Light. We got the the Trump pumpkin carved on the front porch again. It's a bipartisan pumpkin. It can scare away the little Marxists or be representative of what you think the president is. Either way works. And I'll leave the interpretation up to you because this is a, a neutral place. The front yard is intermittently bathed in moonlight. It's a blue moon and a full moon tonight. Blue moon, two full moons in the same month. That's pretty cool. So, uh, awesome stuff. And Halloween, the night when the veil between the worlds wears the thinnest. Interesting night for memories. We were talking about ghosts earlier in the week. And, uh, well, what do you think about ghosts? Um, jury's still out for me. Interesting thing my brother said to me once when we were driving along. And I think we had passed a house that used to be a Civil War hospital. And we were, we got to talking about ghosts. And he said, he said, well, you know, we don't really understand time fully. So, could be in, in, practical application we can think of them in a variety of ways we can think of them in apparitions but tonight i had some ghosts popping up into my head but good ones it started with a call to my grandma and she was telling me <laughs> about how she dressed up as a hobo one time the kids were young she dressed up as a hobo but didn't tell anybody and went around the neighborhood in a long coat all grungy with a shot glass and there was this one guy coming home from his business but apparently he had all the money from the business that day so so he sees this mysterious hobo walking around with a shot glass which was my grandmother unbeknownst to him and he hit the garage door opener but his kids had left all their toys in the middle of the garage so he had to get out of the car and get the toys out of the way. And there's this hobo was, you know, lurking around. He was all scared. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody else, some other guy answers the door, one of the house neighborhood dads. And grandma comes up to him disguised as the hobo. And and he couldn't get her the candy fast enough is what she said. And and he just wanted her to leave. And, and then she goes up to her house. And her husband, my grandfather comes down and she has her shot glass she's looking for booze and and he says because he thought she was home right he didn't realize that she was the hobo he goes hey Kay, come look at this one great stuff so he found out later of course but none of the neighbors knew and then she told them later at the christmas party the neighborhood christmas party she goes i pranked you guys and everybody had a good laugh about that so the past certainly comes through today for me I took a drive through the old neighborhood. I like to do that every Halloween. And picture myself as a boy walking down the streets lit with the orange sodium vapor glow with my candy and my costume and my brothers and my friends. 
out to make the most of the evening. The anticipation would build all day. 4.30 would roll around and we'd be like, come on, Mr. Sun, won't you set already? But we'd always wait till 6 o'clock. That was the rule. Wait till 6 o'clock. We'd have dinner. We'd put on our costumes and we'd bound out the door. We'd go to the neighbors. I drove down the street and remember the neighbors. And some were there, some were gone. Some had got old and died. One was young and died. And uh, just to see all those shadows of the past walking down the street. And not all of it was sad. Something that is interests me about the, the progression of aging and, and time is, well, another thought from Mr. Peterson, of course, was about how children are pure potential. And then, and actually this thought comes from Jung, too. And then you, you work yourself, you narrow yourself and say you learn a trade and then and face a lot of challenges and then you can transcend that so i've certainly been through my share of eyes of needles and i'm sure you have too so it's neat to go sort of imagine the ghost of me in the past of halloween past walking down the street unaware of the challenges that would be faced but an interesting thing is is I think I was a lot more concerned about the future then than I am now. And, well, it's sort of like monsters in the dark. Dark is scary because all of the monsters are there. But then when they come out, when you shine a light on them, when you define them, no, like a piece of priest, big ones, right? And the older we get, the more inflexible they can become death <laughs> the grim reaper can't really do anything about him can you except look at him i don't know if that makes it well yeah i think it does make it better if we can look at the monsters if they come out of the dark and we can look at them when i was a boy walking down the street with my bag of candy they were so ill-defined. Oh, yet there's many more waiting for me. And, the, you know, ask me tomorrow and the woods will be full of them. But it's interesting. Now, after having fought a few of the real monsters and won, to go back and look at the ghost of me as a boy walking down the street through the dark. I mean, I wasn't in a dark place, I should say. I, on the contrary, had a great childhood. Thanks to my parents. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. And Halloween was great. But just, you know, looking back, when you're in that state of potential and there's a forest all around you, and then when you age and you can, you can make some civilization out of that forest. And it's a good feeling. And it's also nice on a night like tonight, as the moon floats high, like one of my grandmother's paintings in the sky. In a sky like the painting that has more in it and more meaning behind it than just a simple look at the sky. It's nice to look back on those ghosts of Halloween past and smile and give them a piece of candy.
So now, as the Trumpkin winks at me with a candle flickering in there on his porch stoop, and the wind whispers through the trees, and I can see my breath in the candlelight, let's take a couple of deep breaths. Go ahead, let those eyes gently close. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. In these last few minutes of Halloween here, let us begin. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. And last one. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, Two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Ah, wiggle those toes, open those eyes. And leaving you with a funny story, I got a text from my dad today. He said, hey, do you remember when the guys were garbage men? <laughs> Boy, do I. So my brothers were really fascinated with the garbage men when when they were kids. They just thought it was just the coolest thing. You know, this big, awesome truck rolls down the street and the guys get to ride on the back of it and they hop off and they hop on and they would do this in the yard with the wagon and they would pretend they were garbage men and they would, you know, get their trash and they'd throw it on there. So for Halloween one year, they went as a garbage man. And my dad converted the wagon out of plywood and he made it into a garbage truck. I still remember it's called Flash Trash. It had a little flame above one of the letters. And they built, uh, they put a divider in the back so each garbage man had his own section. So Noah had his side, Zach had his side. And they would ride on the wagon. My dad would pull the wagon and then they would hop off and they would have little miniature, like sort of like bathroom trash cans, right? And they'd run up to the door and the neighbors would throw candy in it. And then they would take the, the trash can and they would throw it on the back of the truck, which was just an awesome costume. And, and I was a werewolf. I want to be scary. <laughs> oh, boy. So, you know, I'm walking around with my bag full of candy, and I'm accumulating candy, just like, you know, going down the street, an honest work, night's work of shaking down the neighbors. My brothers were emptying their bucket after each house. So they would always show up to the next house, cute little garbage man, their faces smudged with grime, you know, to look the, the part. You know, and uh, their little garbage man gloves and everything, and you know, almost, almost, uh, you know, they look like they've been working in the dirt for a while, right? They really had it down pat. But the thing was, the neighbors would look in this empty bucket and look at these cute little garbage men and say, "Oh, you don't have any candy," and they would like fill up half their bucket every time. And I would be standing there like Mr. Scary Werewolf going, huh, but 
they got so much candy. <laughs> it was awesome. They didn't even mean to do it like that. Wow, we're good. Unintended beneficial consequence. Live from Indian Head, it's Halloween night. Happy Halloween. Good night. <laughs>